The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. Man, the NFL is popping. We have Bounty Gate going on, the Saints. Who knows what's going to happen there? And, of course, the Raiders are changing before our very eyes. Contracts flying. Words flying. Welcome to show 336. All right, Raider Nation, for this show we have <laughs> the free agent fiasco. The fiasco about the free agents this season. There's 600 guys, man. Check it out. And this story you're all going to love because this is classic NFL VS the cap crap. What's this crap about penalizing the Raiders $1.6 million for something Ah, brother. Raiders shaking it up in free agency. Well, I can't believe who's on the free agent block. And uh, I don't think you're going to believe it either if you haven't looked already. Boy, I'm kind of flipped out about it. That's the rebuilding part I talked about. But anyway, there is that and the bone line on this show. we got to get to it right now. There's much to cover. Before I get into the show, I have to say this. How the hell did the Broncos get into the Peyton Manning freaking contest? I mean, I'm going on a rant here. I just was listening to the NFL. First of all, I'm sick of hearing about Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning. I mean, come on, man. But please, does he have to go to the Broncos? Do you have to go from one horse to another? Is the guy a horse trader? Does he have to go to the AFC West? You know, two teams out of 32 were looking for his services. The other team were the Chiefs in the AFC West. Come on, man. Peyton Manning hit the road. Go to Miami. You can go to uh, go to the Niners competition there in the desert at Arizona. I'd love to see that happen. But please, keep your ass out of Denver. We don't need it, and neither do they. That's all I got to say about that. The funky chicken dancing Randy Moss. Goes to the 49ers for a one-year deal, $2.5 million. Good luck with that guy. I hope he plays as well as he did here. Yeah. Well, here on the local FM Sports Channel, they were saying this. The Niners brought in Randy Moss, and to help us talk about it, former teammate. He's a Raider scout now, and a good player back in his day, and he knows Randy well. Zach Crockett 
is on the drive. How Zach, how are you, man? You? What's happening? I'm great in yourself. Great in yourself. Yeah, pretty in good, Ty- buddy. In, in Tallahassee, getting ready for one of the pro days. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Have, oh, you fa- yeah. have you found the next Tim Tebow out there yet? I know. Oh, man, no. We don't, we, we don't need that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Zach, yeah. let's, let's just cut to the chase. We wanted to get you on. Obviously, you know, Randy Moss and yes. uh, the, the, the public Randy Moss is, you know, and, and the public persona is sometimes different from the one. That that you know that in the locker room. What, what is Randy? What is he? What is he like? Well, you know, I don't. I, I never thought he got a fair shake. You know, outside the locker room. You know, I've been knowing Randy. You know, since you know he came to Florida State. You know, roommates with my brother. You know, and you know, great, great locker room guy. Great teammate. He's a guy that you know you want to go into battle with. You know, a guy that can make a play when he wants to make a play. You know, and, and you it's rare that you find a talent like that. And if he Trained the way I know that he trained when I trained with him down there sometimes in, in Boca on that beach. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's beyond rich. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah. That's a favorable report so far. Put talent aside for a second, Zach. And listen, yeah. it's not high school football. I mean, if you can, exactly. you know, if you can bowl, you can bowl. And if you have a little exactly. bit, of, they'll, they'll put up, they'll put up with some BS if, if if you can play. But that's a different level of play with him. <laughs> uh, no, no question about him. One of the most unique talents, really, in the history of the league. But if he's such a good teammate, and I don't doubt that he that he is, but and he's and he's such a professional, why is he bounced around so much? Hey, that's the NFL, you know, and that's the NFL. You know, like I said, we're a copycat league, and, and you know, you have to go where hey, where you're calling is. You know, where where one door closes, another door opens. You know, everyone wants a playmaker. Everyone wants somebody, especially that you know, six four. To run a four three, you know, and you know, leap leaping over anybody in the league and make plays, score touchdowns. If you can put points on the board, they want you on their team. No, I, and, I, I, you know, I get that. I, I, I gotta, I gotta get back to something here, Zach. I, I get that. Trust me, I do. You just said that when one door, it, it, it's cl- all about winning. Okay, no doubt. <laughs> but you just said that when one door closes, another one opens. I, I think my problem with Randy is that he seems to close the doors himself. How is that? Well, well tell, I mean, tell, 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 how, how is that though? Well, I mean, the Pats got rid of him. Like you said, you want to cut the time. How is that? You know, get you want to get to the nitty gritty. What what proof that you have other than hey, sometimes in the meeting, somebody you never know what the other person did to him. Fair enough. So let's call let's call a spade a spade. Okay, you don't want to put it all on Randy. Well, but, you know, you put it in the meeting where he's whatever was just an average old Joe Blow, yeah. and somebody pushed him or kicked his car or whatever. Would they have said anything? No, but because we're Randy, you know they they blow it out of proportion. Yeah, but hold on a sec. You 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 earn a reputation over time. I mean, yeah. Listen, Zach. Yeah. He's he's not twenty two years old. I mean, he's a but, grown man. He's got this reputation for a reason. Has we painted as the bad boy. Okay. And when, in, in retrospect, yeah. Let's look at the league. If you ask for more money, you're a bad guy. If you you know if you if, what what let me tell you let me tell, ask you about this. You tell me a receiver. That doesn't want the ball. I don't want him on my team. You get my point? No, I so do. You, I do. So, so you, you, you have all these. Everybody talking about. Oh, this, this receiver. Even I, I even go as far as saying, T.L., Oh, you know, he wants the ball out. He wants the ball. If there's a receiver that you can find that doesn't want the ball, I don't need him on my team. I need somebody that's a playmaker. It goes all the way back to the Tim by the Jerry Rice. Oh, those guys always been playmakers. Those guys always want the ball. All of them in the same. They're receivers. So whether we pay him as a bad boy or not, it's just who do we choose to pay him as that bad boy? Who's in the limelight more than others? 
You know, yeah, you can control it a little bit better. You know, some people get a little bit more emotional, but when you have the camera on that one person, sometimes some small minute things are going to get blown way out of proportion than they were. And yeah, yeah, I can say sometimes it could have been controlled, but hey, he had the magnifying glass on it, and especially in Minnesota, then come to different markets, you know, where he was the prime guy. So I, I, you can't always blame him. But you were around it, Zach. I'm going to ask you just one more thing about Randy before I move on off of this, because you were there. All I hear is that he quit on the Raiders, that that he shut down, and, and that, that made him this bad guy that you're talking about. You were there. How do you feel about that? What do you think when pe- you hear people say Randy quit on the Raiders? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say he quit. I, I don't, you know, that, that's not in his heart, you know, and, and that's not the type of guy he is. I, I would never say that a person just quit, and especially him. And I've been knowing the guy from when, when the kid was just young, you know. And I know the talent is, I know the type of person is, I know how much he loves the game. He would never just quit on the game. Yeah, you know, he would want the ball. And with a, with a guy that fast, and you at the time, you don't have a guy that can get the ball to him, yeah, you, you would get frustrated. But as far as quit, I don't, I don't think he has a quit bone in his body. Okay. All right. Oh, and here's a sideline for you. Jason Campbell gets picked up by the Chicago Bears as a backup one-year contract. Go figure. And if we get that idiot liner, then we'll all be able to sit back and think, wow, we could have had Campbell in there instead of this knucklehead. Uh, you know, this is a very questionable move as far as I'm concerned. Uh, why do we keep him? I don't know. Maybe he cost too much money. They should have figured a way to do it. He was a good quarterback for us. And if he's going to be a backup for Chicago, what the hell? All right, we're going to talk about this free agent fiasco. Now, listen, man, I told you guys before, there are 600 free agents, 600, normally 400. That is an insane amount of bodies for 32 teams to try to get an eye on, try to get a handle on. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people going to leave the NFL. There's a lot of people that are going to change teams, Vincent Jackson, you know, Peyton Manning, you know, and likes of those guys, some good pros. There's a lot of big names on the list. Uh, Marquise Colston just got re-signed by the Saints. So, you know, there's a lot of people on there that you would not normally see. But there are a few uh, defensive impact players, which Cameron Wimbley might be uh, in a good place in this agency. That's why I think he's going to punk out on the Raiders and leave. I think it's... Uh, it's wrong, man, because he knew he got too much money to begin with. He did play well. Let me tell you that last season. He was a great player. However, he's not worth no $12 million. He's not even close to being that good. That's Mario Williams good, and that's damn good. And they're moving those cap numbers, man. They're moving them fast. Kevin Boss, out. <laughs> and, of course, we got rid of route. Chris Johnson, safety, Harim Eugene. And uh, like I said, Wembley might be the next in a long line of people. 
Now, we could be in line for Tracy Porter or Aaron Ross. Those two players might work for us as far as cornerback goes. I'm still bummed about Wembley because I thought we'd really get something going on. A lot of people are popping off about this, so let's hear what some of those guys got to say. With our 95-7 the game Raider and Dubs insider, Mr. John Dickinson. J.D., how are you, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Always good to chat with you. Same here, man. Um, you know, really, we can have our first meaningful Raiders conversation in a while because, you know, there's a plan now. And Seymour and Huff and, and now Carson Palmer, the latest to restructure the contracts, roughly $20 million or so. Uh, should Raider fans read into this that that this means they might really jump into the free agent pool? What do you make of this? In terms of positional targets, positional needs out of the shoot, uh, what jumps out to you there, J.D.? Well, defensive backs and, and, and corner. I mean, they, they need a corner flat out, uh, I mean, hands down. I and mean, when you look at the roster as it's currently constituted right now, you know, Stanford route is gone, and the top two corners returning would be Chris Johnson, and then you get into rookies from last year, Demarcus Van Dyke and Chimdi Chekwa, who both uh, didn't play very much at all. So they need really probably a couple of corners, and then they need linebackers. I mean, that's a, you know, it still remains to be seen what defensive scheme they're going to go with. Dennis Allen said it's going to be kind of a hybrid, a combination 3-4-4-3. Three, four, four, three. Either way you look at it, though, they need linebackers. People down on Rolando McClain, but could you name three more linebackers on the Raiders after Rolando McClain? You'd probably say Curry, and then you'd get, and then you'd get stuck. Uh. <laughs> well, that's well, well, yeah, that's, that's very encouraging, very encouraging. Well, you know what? You just mentioned Dennis Allen, so I, I have to go there on this. All the uh, talk about the suspensions that could possibly come down from Greg Williams, well, Dennis Allen was a part of that staff as well. Uh, what are you hearing about a possible suspension, or is there any talk about that going on over there in Raiderland? At this point, uh, not much talk about it at all. Uh, from what I've heard, if anything happens regarding Allen uh, in particular, it would be a, a fine. I mean, they, they're not going to be talking about uh, you know suspensions or guys losing jobs or, or any kind of big-time disciplinary action as well. I mean, he hadn't been specifically implicated uh, in this. However, and Eric, you know, I mean, the guy may not have been actively participating in it, but if you're in the locker room and you're in the facility on a day-in, day-out basis, my suspicion would be that he probably knew about it. Yeah, he knows. He didn't agree with it or was an active participant. Yeah, I mean, they all know. that. That's the issue. That's what I wanted, wanted to just know if you had heard anything about that as well because uh, there's no way you're a part of that meeting room and not know what's going on okay well if that's not an issue if nothing's going to happen there uh they've they've uh, we've talked about the defensive side of the ball but still there as far as the wide receivers are, are those young guys ready to step up there yet or do you think there could possibly be some moves there you know trades or anything else to try and bring in different players yeah i think that they're also in need when you go to the offensive side of the ball i mean they're definitely in need of a wide receiver as well i mean you like denarius more and his ability uh, to stretch the field i know they like uh, denarius more's ability to do that and be the big play type of guy jacoby ford i think in a perfect world is probably a slot guy well then that leaves you with what you need a possession type guy uh you know and maybe even a number 1 or uh, at least a number 1a uh type of type of receiver so i think once uh, you know, the Raiders are able to solve this cap situation, get under the cap to a position where they're able to spend some money, they're going to definitely have to look at the wide receiver position, probably first and foremost on the offensive side of the ball. 
Well, we know Carson Palmer is a starting quarterback, but they brought in Terrell Pryor uh, last year. Hey, who's who's the backup? That's what I want to know. Who's going to be the backup around there? Right now, it's it's Terrell Pryor. However, I think that they're also going to look to probably add uh, another veteran. I mean, you know, it remains to be seen what they feel and how they feel about Terrell Pryor. I think it's too early to tell with the with the new regime. But uh, from folks that I've talked to and, and the way Terrell Pryor you know, look uh, at the end of, of last season, I don't necessarily know that they believe he's capable of being a, an NFL backup quarterback at this point in time. He may be considered, and I'm inclined to believe he's more to be considered, uh, you know, uh, still a project at this point. So I think, you know, once everything really slows down and you're starting to put the finishing touches on a roster, I think they're probably going to look back at quarterback as well. Wow. Now that's interesting with Pryor because – He's, um, I, I thought Al Reed's, it was third round, right? Supplemental third? Yes. And really, most people were saying fifth round. It, it, uh, project, that is, what a waste of a pick, it seems. Well, and the, and the Raiders were in a spot where they obviously, and, and Al David, you know, they really wanted him, you know, at that particular point in time, and they didn't have the fifth round pick to give up. So they went with the third round pick as opposed to, uh, as opposed to the fifth-round pick to make sure that they were able to get him. Talk to John Dickinson, JDR Raiders and Warriors Insider. Squeeze in a, Raiders que- uh, a Warriors question in a minute. I uh, just got some news from Adam Schefter. Um, Chris Johnson released by the Raiders. Does that surprise you? Not at all. And, and honestly, with this Cameron Wembley uh, story, uh, you know, with, with that still continuing to be determined, the Raiders, I think we're going to look in other uh, areas in terms of uh, being able to, to trim a little bit of money here and there to get under the cap. Uh, I think Wembley is obviously the, the elephant in the room, but, but seeing Johnson released, not surprising at all. That gets back to how we started this conversation, though. If you wipe his name off the list, which you can do now, mm. you're looking at two rookie corners, guys that are going to be coming into their second year. So I think you, you see where they're going to ultimately be going uh, in free agency there. Yeah, it's it seems like it's a blueprint for a very, very long season. Yeah, the, 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 well, and again, the Raiders' philosophy, it, it seems bleak, but it's very early. I think at this point, I mean, free agency hasn't opened. That's true. They're still not making, you know, they're still not finished making decisions from last year to set themselves up for this year. So, yeah, I, I don't think, you know, it looks good right now, but there's still a lot of time, I think, uh, before we can, you know, really form a, a total opinion. No, no, fair enough. I, I just meant the early stage. I totally agree with that. All right, guys, take care. All right, man, we'll see you. Talking to Zach Crockett, of course, uh, former Raider. He's a scout now. He's on the drive. Tierney and Davis, 95-7 the game. There's a lot going on for agency right now. Don't see a lot of moves happening. You as a scout, how much emphasis has been put on you as a scout to find that diamond in the rough, knowing that you can't make a lot of moves because of the salary cap? Well, you know, we are, you know, it's all about just, like you say, going out trying to find that one guy that maybe not a lot of people have looked at, maybe not a lot of people really, you know, have scouted anything. And if you find that one, that one diamond, Hey, hats off to you, and that's why you know you know you're all over the country right now. You know, doing extra work, doing the extra reports, studying extra film. You know, looking at guys, doing your due diligence around the country, calling friends that are other scouts and everything. And just make sure you cross your T's and dot your to make sure you bring the right guy to your organization. And it's, like you say, it's about putting that extra work in and going that extra yard. You know, and you you know what your organization want and need. 
and you got to fill those voids. Hey, Zach, go find a few diamonds in the rough so we get the Raiders oh, back trying. where they need to be, pal. I definitely am. I definitely am. I'm going to put my best foot forward right now. Safe travels. Thanks a lot, Zach. Let me go on another rant right now because I think about this this time of year. Terrell Pryor gave up a fourth-round pick for a guy who hasn't thrown a ball even as a third stringer. You know, I don't see why that happened. And from what I hear, uh, he's not getting any better. So why are we keeping him? I don't know. I don't know why he's still on the roster. I don't know why he's making any money. But I'm hearing rumblings that we might be looking at Matt Leinert, who actually worked with Greg, take a dirt nap from Houston. You know, anybody could be better than Kyle. I got to throw a pig bowler. I mean, anybody. Uh, So even though it would not be my biggest choice, not even close, Matt Leinert is still a weasel. As far as a quarterback, I haven't seen him do anything good, not even close to good. But I guess he's a step up from Kyle Bowler. Now, we lost Boss, but we have Brandon Myers, who is pretty good. David Ashbury is supposed to be really good. He's a big dude. I remember when we drafted him, and you, you do too. He was big. A lot of potential for this guy. Maybe this is his year. Richard Gordon will return, and I think that's going to be our three uh, dynamic trio at the tight end position. Listen, man, we got a lot of people. We got Michael Bush, Marcel Reese. You got some people on those wires. Samson Tatelli, free agent as of 4 o'clock Eastern time. You know, those things bother me, man. Those are good players we've had here. John Henderson will be let go. Uh, So, you know, this is part of what I said in the last show. We're doing a remodeling of the personnel. We're having to get uh, underneath this cap space. The mad money thrower, Al Davis, is no longer in the building, but we are still having to restructure from things that Mr. Davis did. I love the man. It always seemed like he handled the cap, and all of a sudden it's an emergency. Well, that's one thing happening here. As far as Al Davis goes, uh, when he left, also, uh, he left a big hole when it came to the magic behind the scenes. Pretty smart dude. That's all I got to say. And free agency, well, we'll see what happens at the end of the day. Perhaps we'll get Reese back. It's happened before. Uh, I don't know, man. There's uh, 600 guys on this list, and it's going to be an interesting week. I'll tell you that right now. That is all I have to say about that. Now, what's all this about this cap crap? Or you could just call it some bullshit. Told you so. Well, the bunch of crap they call the salary cap, you know, issue uh, of late. Well, the Redskins were $36 million over the cap in the uncapped year, the year of the lockout. 
and the Cowboys were $10 million over the cap and were warned, the whole league was warned not to do that, front load contracts so that if it was a prolonged uh, lockout that the teams wouldn't get that hurt um, because of these signings. And so the worst one was the the, uh, Redskins, second was the Cowboys, They put those two numbers together, and then they delivered it to 28 other teams. They gave them $1.6 million in additional cap room. They did not, however, give it to the Raiders or the Saints because of a quote-unquote impropriety. Uh, I can hardly believe that a 28 teams, at a 32 that's only... (laughs) 32 teams, the Raiders and the Saints made a faux pas that cost them $1.6 million in cap room. And you're giving teams like, you know, some of these teams have millions of dollars in cap room. They're getting additional one and a half, $1.6 million. I don't know, man. It smells like there's a weasel in the doggone hen house to me. I don't like it. It stinks. And if it stinks, you know what it is. It's a bunch of crap. Uh, it's going to happen to us, whether you like it or not. Turn around, bend over, sand and glass, no vass. Thank you very much. That's all I have to say about that crap. Bad of the bone. Bad of the bone. Okay, folks, it's time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. one 7181 you know it's the off season, but you got to be freaking out about our team. We got a skeleton team right now. That's kind of scary, don't you think? From being on the brink of the playoffs last year to a skeleton team, well, that's rebuilding, and you gotta love it, or you gotta live with it, one or the other. All right, who's first in the bone line? Our first caller is Raider D from SoCal, but he used to be from up here. So you know he went to some games. What's up, brother? Yo, Raider Nation, what's going on? This is Raider D. Giving you a call from Southern California, originally from Northern. Got a few things I want to say. I'm not really happy about uh, the way we're dealing with a lot of these contracts. I feel like a lot of guys got to go. A lot of guys were underperforming last season, and I feel like the loss of Stanford route was the way we got it started. Raider Greg, I don't understand why you were thinking this is going to be a rebuilding year. I feel like last year we were pretty solid other than our uh, DB situation and our linebackers. I feel like we're very unperforming. I feel like Aaron Curry was the staple to our linebacking core, and he came in midway through the season. Rolanda McClain, nowhere to be found. Richard Seymour, towards the end of the season, I think other than those two blocked field goals he had, I don't know what he did. I feel like in free agency, if we could pick up some corners, something, I think the AFC West is very winnable. And I don't understand why you guys have been thinking we're going to have a negative season next year. Uh, Maybe I'm just wishful thinking, but I think if we just get some receivers, maybe a veteran, a linebacker, I mean, it's asking a lot with a little few draft picks, but I think I like the way that McKenzie is handling the team, and uh, we'll see. All right, Raider Nation, I'm out. It's not that I didn't think we were going to make it to uh, the playoffs this year because of our team. I just know we have a very small cap space, a lot of contracts, 
a lot of money out there and very little room to sign new people. So, you know, I, that's why I think it's how to be a rebuilding year. Look how many people we've lost. Michael Bush, Marcel Reese, Samson Satelli, um, Bob, Kevin Boss. So we lost a lot of pe- pieces of our team. That's the rebuilding part. That's what I was talking about. Not that we had to lose all these people, but this is how it works in the NFL. This is how it works. And so uh, it's time to rebuild. That's what we got to do. And next we have Raider Eric from Sacramento, California. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is uh, Raider Eric from Sacramento, California. I'm I'm so glad that we keep in McFadden, but I know next week that Michael Bush is going to be gone for sure. I mean, this is a, like you said, rebuilding is not going to be easy, but we're on the right path right now. We're just, we're just starting slow, getting back into that groove. We're going to be a championship team again soon. I'm hoping real, I'm hoping this season we get back into that championship mode. We got. We need to get rid of some players, and I don't know if any of the defense should be gotten rid of, other than route it's already been gotten rid of. I mean, it's going to cost us a lot of money to do that stuff. But honestly, I think that we have all the tools we need on offense right now, with with uh, Hayward Bay, Denarius Moore, um, and. Carson Palmer, we don't know what's going on with uh, Campbell yet, but hopefully we should have news about what's going on with him. We're going to get rid of him, they're good. We can have Palmer as our full-time starter. Um, or we can have him... Uh, we need to see what Pryor needs to do right now, too. I mean, Pryor's just sitting on the bench. He should be, he should be ready to go next season, too. I really hope that our se- I wish our season would have started today or this week, but it didn't. So, you know, it's whatever. But, I mean, our team is right where it needs to be. And it's growing. It's becoming what we need it to be, which is a championship-style team. And we need – we've got all the puzzles, the pieces in place, all puzzle pieces in place. We just need to work on – getting rid of the penalties and all this stuff that we had last year. Other than that, I mean, that's great. That's Raider Eric. I'm out. Well, Raider Eric, let me say this. Campbell's gone um, for sure. Pryor is a waste of time for sure. Unless they want to turn him into a scat back or something, he's never going to be a quarterback. I told you guys, I don't think he's ever going to throw a ball for us or anybody else. He's not even good enough to be a backup. Our problem is all defense. You cannot win championships without a great defense, not just a good defense. And we have way too many holes right now on the defensive side of the ball. So we have to see what we can do in free agency or drafting. But I'm telling you, it better be all defense because that's what it has to be. We need a lot of stuff. So we're a ways. We are a couple years, but we I can certainly see that we could get there. Unlike few years ago. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, but never least, my very good friend, Keith Smith, man, the diehard and most awesome 
Crusader Raider. Hello, Raider Nation. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider, calling you from London, England. Uh, just a quick call into the bone line. I haven't phoned in for a while. Uh, it's, it's always difficult here in the off season because we don't. Uh, hear so much of the news that's going on but boy has it been a merry-go-round in Oakland in the last few months what with a new GM and a new head coach and coaches and players in and out so much going on uh, at the moment uh, and uh, who knows what's going to happen when we get to this uh, this season I for one am optimistic as ever I really really feel that uh, the Raiders are going to move on this year we're going to do some really great uh, work in the free agency and, and let's, let's hope we have a bit of luck with the draft this time as well when we get our picks and then let's just get Darren McFadden back and all the other players that uh, are going to make a difference to this team we know with the last two years we've almost been there we've been that close and uh, with the passing of Mr. Davis last year, that really did uh, um, push put us back a bit. But I honestly, honestly believe that with the changes that are going on in Oakland at the moment, that uh, you know our team is going to going to be up and ready by the time it comes to the season and the preseason in August. Busy year for me this year. I'm going to Minnesota and Chicago in July, and then I'm going to be heading uh, to to spend time with family. And I'm coming back in November to see the Raiders then. Um, hopefully in line with the uh, Blitnikoff crab feed which is going to be a crab feed again this year so listen out for that later on as the year goes on and if any of you guys are planning trips to Oakland this year please look out for, for when myself and uh, Big Dave or not so Big Dave Chapman are going to be in town and uh, we'd love to hook up with you it was a great great time last year what with the San Diego trip and the, the, the home game as well you know against uh, Denver other than the result and uh, we really really enjoyed our time there and it's always good fun to meet up with uh, Greg Randy and Charmaine and everybody else so that'll be November and then back again for my third trip to the States that's going to be in December I'm coming over to Vegas for New Year so anybody know any good deals for Vegas or whatever please let the Crusader Raider know um, obviously we and hopefully we, we know we might be able to take the last game of the season once when the schedule comes out we'll be able to see who, who we're playing at that time of year and who knows maybe I'll be able to do a game in at the end of December and, and uh, hopefully one or two games in November, a home game and a road trip or a couple of home games, as long as the bye week is, is kind to us. Randy, I know you've recently had surgery. I hope that your shoulder gets well soon and that uh, you get well soon. Really looking forward to meeting up with uh, you and Lisa, as I say, in, in hopefully in Vegas. And uh, and, and uh, then we're going to head down to Louisiana after that for uh, early part of January next year. Um, but really, Raider Nation, we're missing you guys. Um, you know, it's always, always good to hook up. And this time of season, it's a quiet time, but... Uh, We'll be there. We'll be there to make it eight or nine years in a row in our November trips. Looking forward to coming back to Oakland. And uh, my, 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 oh, my dream trip will be a nice home game against uh, uh, a non-divisional rival, if I'm honest, a non-divisional rival home game in November and a road trip to Denver. That would be my dream trip, uh, or, or if I have to, a, a road trip to Kansas City afterwards. But uh, who knows? We'll wait and see what happens with the schedule. Let's uh, remain optimistic. Let's uh, keep phoning the bone line. Let's keep phoning in. And, uh, uh, Greg, hope you're feeling well as well, my friend. Uh, always good to hear your voice on the uh, podcast and uh, look forward to speaking uh, to you soon. 
Um, that's about it, I think. We've got a, a special guest coming in to see us here in London uh, next month. We've got Angela Belitnikov coming to stay here and, and, and spend time with uh, myself and Dave uh, here in London. We're really looking forward to, to Fred's wife, Angela, coming to spend a month here in the United Kingdom. And uh, we're going to make sure that she gets the royal treatment. And, Randy, you know what that means when you come to see the Crusader Raider. If anybody else is planning a trip to the UK this year, please always let us know. And uh, always good to hook up with anybody here uh, in our town. Anyway, that's it for now. This is Keith Smith, the Crusader Raider. Uh, looking forward to seeing everybody soon. And I'm out. Well, there you have it, man. Keith Smith himself, the most positive guy I've ever met, really. Him and his good friend Dave, our good friend Dave. And uh, they're coming over. Uh, there are very close ties to the Raiders, obviously. Not everybody has Angela Belitnikov hanging with her in her crib, uh, <laughs> showing her London. Very nice, my man. Very nice. You deserve it for sure. You are both gentlemen, and um, it's an honor to know both you guys. You guys out there, uh, Raider Steve in Vegas, hook them up, man. You know there's some Vegas deals. Anybody in Vegas, uh, give these guys a shout-out because uh, they're great guys. You have a great time with them. Thanks for the call once again, man, from London, England. Let's make no doubt that's not easy. Thanks, brother. Talk to you soon. And next we have Raider D, and he's got something to say to us here, brother. Raider Nation, Raider Greg, what's going on? It's Raider D. It's been a while. Um, just kind of had to sit on the sidelines and fucking watch this defense choke for for week after week, ending the season. I couldn't even call in. I'm, I'm just sick about it. Um, had to just reach out and try to make sense of what's going on, try to kind of grasp the whole situation that's going on over there. Um, Stanford route went to the Chiefs. I I'm, couldn't I'm, really care. Um, but we need some cornerbacks. We need to sure up that defense. Offensive line was, was good last year. We didn't have any problems. Thank God Cameron, um, Cameron uh, that one fuck on the, the offensive line is gone. Uh, call me Harris. Anyways, Carson Palmer needs to step up his game. The, the interceptions crushed us. Um, I'm, I'm still bitter about us losing to San Diego and not handling our business. I mean, I think we could have done decent in the playoffs, but it's all it's all talk because we, we couldn't even get there. Um, the defense got to step up. The offense, I'm, I'm not too worried about. Hayward Bay broke out. Needs to take a kind of a hit on his contract. I don't think he should get $6 million or $5 million, whatever he's getting. Um, whatever happens to the run game, McFadden, we got to have someone behind him. Taiwan Jones, you got to step up your game. Um, but we we can't manage guys the same and have McFadden sitting on the sideline for the entire year and not go into surgery or do whatever he needed to do. Um, we got to make some moves. We got to sure up this defense. We got to whatever we're going to do, get some pressure on the quarterback. Looking at the schedule, um, I think this I think the start's going to be tough. I mean, we come out playing the Steelers. We're, we're playing the Ravens on the road. Um, Jaguars, we should win. The end of the season ends a little bit easier. The Bucks, I think we should handle. They're going through some changes over there. Um, Cam Newton, I'm not too worried about in, in Carolina. He still has got some growing. I think Carson Palmer, if he gets into training camp and really steps up his game, he has a chance. But um, 
it's it's not going to matter how many touchdowns these scores if our defense doesn't stop anyone. Um, we got to hit the Chargers in the face. What they did to us last year basically knocked us out of the playoffs, and we we got to hit them twice. Um, we got to pick on route when we play KC, and we'll see what happens in, in Denver with Tebow. I'm not too worried about them, but we got to step up our game. We got to win ten games, and I won't be going to another game. I'll be watching all the games, but I won't be going to another game till we win at least four or five games in a row. Okay, it's easy to do. We can we can win four or five games in a row. But until they do that, I won't be at another game. I'll be watching them from, from, from sitting on my ass in front of a 60-incher. I'll see you guys. Thanks, Raider. Yeah, you know, I, I understand the McFadden frustration. I think Palmer had a great season last year. I know he had some INTs. He was trying to make it happen, man. And we would have made it happen if we had any source of a defense. If we had a, smelt a possible defense somewhere in the latter part of the year, we would have done very well and gone off to the playoffs, won the division. Our defense is the problem. It has been a problem. It's going to continue to be a problem until we address it. We don't have the money this year. Our offense should play pretty decent. But you have to have a good, a great defense to win Super Bowls, good defense to win your division. That's where we need to start, and I think that's where we need to finish this year. So uh, we got a little building to do. We got some building to do, remodeling, like I said. Uh, so keep up the good work, keep up the hope, and uh, hopefully we can do something this year. And don't think Carolina's going to be a pushover next season with Cam Newton. He was on fire, and he's going to get better. Denver could get Peyton Manning. Kansas City is on the up, and San Diego's is no slouch. We have no easy games next season. It is going to be a brutal dogfight from beginning to end, and we better be ready for these, this match. We better be able to put our dog in the match and make it happen, Captain. That's what I'm talking about. So hopefully we can. Thanks for the call. And next we have Nebraska Raider. And he's letting us know what we already feel good about. Let's hear it. I know this has been a while since they called in, but this is Nebraska Raider. And thank God Stanford route is gone. He's a piece of shit. Now he's with the Chiefs. Look at that. Hayward Bay is going to go past his ass every every single game so for the next three years. So I just want to say thank God Stanford Rob is gone. I, I knew he was a piece of shit since the beginning. Thank God Stanford Rob is gone. Thank you. Raiders Nation, baby. We're going to win it. We're going to the playoffs. Super Bowl, baby. Dennis Allen, I don't know about this guy, but... We got to go with them. Thank God Stanford route is gone. Ow! Raiders, baby. Talk to you later. Thank you, Raider Greg. Thank you, Raider Randy. Raider Nation, I'm out. Well, I see Daenerys Moore blowing route out every time. That's who I see doing it uh, rather than Bay. But uh, either one's fine with me. We got to take this punk down, make him pay for all the money that he got in Oakland for, well, doing a mediocre job. Well, thank you for the call, brother. I'm uh, very happy about that as well. But I'm not too happy about some other guys that got let go. Uh, Bush is a real bummer for me, and you guys know that for sure. All right, who's next? Next, my very old friend, Raider Tatum, a sincere, real, and sharp 
Raider fan, check it. Raider Greg, this is Raider Tatum from the Midwest. Just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Hope all is well. Uh, great year last year. Always enjoy your podcast. I will be getting out to Oakland one day soon, and I will shake your hand. It's going to happen. I just wish I could uh, bring fall to us now so we could enjoy that Sabbath together. Anyhow, keep up the great work, all of you guys. Take care, Raider Nation. Long live the Sabbath. Put Jack Tatum in the Hall of Fame. Thank you for the birthday wishes, man. I wish I didn't have any more because I'm getting to be that old. Yeah. So are you, Randy, so don't say nothing. And, uh, well, we got a whole rebuilding season ahead. I hope you make it to the Coliseum, man. I hope you make it there before they go anywhere or if they even think about going anywhere because, uh, you know, you love it. I know you do. I know you will, especially with our tailgate, Kingsford Kirk, the crew. It's absolutely the bomb. And any of you out there that have been there, you know exactly what I'm saying. Thank you, brother. Hope to see you. And next, we have OC Raider. Uh, he's letting us know how he feels. I'm liking it. Let's hear it. What up, nation? OC Raider. Um, well, I guess the word of the day is restructure, huh? Um, nice to see Seymour and Hop not only staying with us, but willing to do it. Um, I know... The Raiders are not going to pursue Peyton Manning, which I fucking hate because I think that'd be awesome. Uh, it's kind of scaring me a little bit that Kansas City um, is in the loop. Um, not only just to face him twice a year, but how much better they make him. That, that kind of just scares me a little bit. But um, I just want to say real quick that I'm at the point to whatever the um, – organization does, you know, the people up front now, you know, whatever they do, I'm behind because every move they make, I think is genius. Everything that they're doing right now is for the future of this Oakland Raider franchise. You know, they are trying to undo what Davis did, what his people did with Herrera, all those fucking people. And so, I mean, I know questions are going to come up. Well, why are they cutting this guy? Well, why are they doing this? Well, what are they thinking about this? You know what, I'm, I'm saying let's just fucking roll with it. Whatever they do, I am behind them 100%, and I'm, I'm looking forward to not only just this season, which I think might be might be a kind of down year for us. I don't know. But, you know, whatever they do in the, in the future, I'm behind. All right. That's all I wanted to get at. Let's get ready. Out. Well, that's what I'm talking about there. He's willing to be behind the organization and do the right thing. You know, we all have to have patience with this team, man, because they're rebuilding. Whether you like to say it or not, leaves a bad taste in my mouth because we've had so many down years. But, man, we're on the upswing. It's time to see the change in the organization. It needs to be caught up to the 21st century and beyond and we got to put some faith in that management that's there because that's all we got, people. And I do feel good about who's up top there. I feel good, McKenzie. I think Allen will do a good job, too. Could be a down season next year. So what? It's just part of rebuilding, man. Watch the magic. I'm saying it. I feel it, too. And I'm glad for your phone call, man. It's a great point.
And next, we have Raider Rob from Maryland. Man, where you been, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Rob from Maryland. Just checking in real quick, watching what the Raiders are doing, cutting people, restructuring people. This isn't going to be a rebuilding year, man. I'm just telling you, these guys are going to be balls the walls, going fucking butt shit, fucking crazy next year, man. Honey Badger coach, you have this team flying around. Go Raiders. I'm stoked. I know our team will be better, but it might not show it in the scores and the way our season turns out. It'll be better. It'll be healthier financially, probably more stable, but... I don't know about the team's wins. It might not equate to that next season. We'll see. Thanks for the call, man. And next, my very close and healthier brother, Obi-Wan Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here calling in from Houston, Texas. Uh, big shout-out to Raider Greg and Raider Randy for keeping us informed with everything that's going on in the offseason. Uh, Raider Greg, sorry to hear about uh, your surgery. hope everything went well. No, I haven't been on the podcast for a while, but I've still been dealing with some health issues myself. Um, at any rate, uh, praying for you to make a speedy recovery and 100%, bro. Um, just want to touch on a couple of topics. I am a diehard Raider fan, but there are some individual players in the league that I like. Players who exemplify great character, great team spirit, and great tenacity and a penchant for winning. Watching that press conference and seeing uh, Peyton Manning up there, it was it was fucking sad and depressing, man. It was like watching like fucking Last Dragon getting slayed or some shit like that, or uh, the Last Bengal Tiger, you know, in Siberia being basically hunted down and kicked out of its own fucking home with a noose around its neck, trailing some fucking bales. I mean, it was, it was it was painful to watch for a true fan of football like myself. I mean, I, know, I don't understand what these people are thinking. Yeah, they don't know if he'll be able to play. You don't know if fucking Andrew Luck's going to be able to play. Hell, Ryan Leaf was real good growing up, I mean, in high school and everything else, and look what happened to him in the pros. You don't want to give Peyton his money and there were reports out that Peyton was really willing to um, restructure and uh, take his hit down from the $28 million they owed him down to 19 and Ursay didn't want to do it. How do you know what the fuck you're going to get with Luck? In my opinion, I think RG3 is going to be a better quarterback than Luck, and so will um, uh, the guy at Oklahoma State, the older gentleman, 28-year-old guy. I can't think of his name. But anyway, just had to put that piece out there. On to the best team, Oakland Raiders. I'm really, really pleased at how many Raiders have restructured their contract to get everything uh, going and to get us under the cap. I mean, Carson Palmer stepping in, Huff, Seymour. Aaron Curry has uh, restructured his. You know, I look at Cam Wembley, and he's trying to play chicken with the freight train called McKenzie. It doesn't matter what he did a year and a half ago or two years ago when he had that monster season. It's a new sheriff in town. It's not Al Davis. You're going to fucking restructure or your ass is gone. We'll save that $17.5 million and use that to get a much better impact defensive player who's more consistent like Mario Williams. Also, um, we cut hiring Eugene and um, Chris Johnson. We need to get rid of uh, Henderson as well. That'll shave another $4.5 million off the roster. 
have Cooper Carlisle restructure his deal, have the unhealthy McFadden restructure his. These guys want to win now. They're tired of being losers. Fucking man up. Get some more money on the back end of your deal so that we can go out and buy more impact payers on defense. Now, that being said, I don't see how Cam Winley thinks that he's better than Palmer, Seymour, hell, or even Huff. Huff's been more consistent than Cam Winley has the last four years. You know, it it just goes to show it's not really a team sport like it used to be. I know I'm going on a rant here, Raider Greg. I apologize for that. But fuck that. The Raider fans have been dishing out their money all these fucking years. Now that, God God rest his soul, Al Davis is finally gone. We got someone trying to straighten up this fucking time bomb and organized fuckstick that is the Raiders organization in terms of front office. Hey, the time is now. Not rebuilding all this other shit. We can actually do something called reload, but not reload the Al Davis way by going to the draft, getting drafting six guys and running a 4-1-1. 40-yard dash or some bullshit, but actually getting hard-nosed football players. I'm going to wrap it up right now. Um, that being said, here is my uh, open Raiders free agency wish list. Mike Bush is going to be gone. That's Shane Tolbert's ass from um, San Diego. He can give us insights into their offense, different plays and scrimmages are running. He's built just like um, Mike Bush is. If we can, if we can only get one stellar standout player in free agency, that should be Mario Williams. With Kubiak here, that would be a plus. Mario Williams can run the 3-4. He can also run the 4-3. And as Allen said, he wants to be multiple. What better than going ahead and getting a nose tackle in the draft or getting um, a Borio Franklin from the Saints because he didn't have that great of a year over there because of some injuries, but we can get him at the veteran minimum. Plug him at nose tackle. you got Seymour and Mario Williams right there in the 3-4 as he ends. Another good pickup we can get is Curtis Lofton from the Atlanta Falcons. The guy is a beast. He's like Ray Lewis light. The guy had 147 tackles last year, okay? Beast mode. Put him in the middle with McLean and the 3-4 defense. They'll be the inside linebackers, and McLean can learn something from a professional. We put Curry out there on the outside, on um, the weak side, and then for our Sam linebacker, we can find someone in the draft or because Reggie McKenzie is so great with finding um, unknown talent, hell, find some um, undrafted free agent, okay? And then also, I wouldn't mind Cortland Finnegan. We may not be able to afford him and Mario, but uh, Aaron Ross from the Giants, he's Katie's play out of Texas, two Super Bowls with the Giants, great in the zone coverage scheme, and that's what we're going to be running. That man-to-man is not going to be used hardly anymore. Um, don't forget about uh, Norwood we picked up from Green Bay. Before the kid got hurt, he was doing pretty well. Um, I know I went over my time, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. I apologize for that. One love, Raider Nation. Go Raiders. I'm happy about the direction we're going in, and I think we're going to surprise a lot of teams next year. P.S. Raider Nation, let's pray that Peyton Manning does not go to the fucking Chiefs or the Broncos. Because Peyton Manning at 60% is still better than most fucking quarterbacks out there. Raider Nation, out. Once again, a great take by a great Raider fan. Let me tell you, a lot to cover here, but I'll just hit some key points. We will not get Mario Williams. We don't have enough money. There's no way that's going to happen. We can't do it. Um, I thought Hayward Bay should restructure again myself, but that didn't happen. McFadden should restructure. If this team wants to go anywhere, we need to have some money to be able to pick up some decent players. We just don't have that room right now. And, you know, not to say that we're going to be a bad team next season. I just don't think we're going to win as many games. 
I think we'll be much more stable in every way, but I just don't see this translating because, hey, man, these problems have been developing over the last three or four seasons, and they've come to fruition. We got a time to pay the piper, and so we got to pay it. And now we got to restructure and move on and hope McKenzie can make the magic happen because that's the only way we're going to get some decent players in these positions uh, that we have some great need in on the defense. Thank you for the call, brother. It's always good. And, yes, I surely would hate to see Peyton Manning uh, riding his Colt right up to Denver and then stamping Bronco Ho on its ass. Last but not least is DK Raider from Fontana. I've been there. I know where it is. <laughs> What's happening, my brother? This is DK Raider from Fontana, uh, California. Um, just calling um, the you know you, I know your birthday just passed. Happy birthday! I hope you had a good one, and can't wait for your draft your draft um your draft pick uh, show. Can't wait for it. Can't, you know I can't wait for your shows all the time. You know it's the great it's the greatest. Love our franchise tag. Glad he's gonna be a while. Tyron Branch is gonna be ra- Raider for a while. Wish we could. I wish we could have kept Bush. Wish you know, you know Bush was one of my favorites. You know I know it was one of yours. I saw that jersey and some of those photos you posted. Um, hope you had a good birthday and um, go Raiders. Well, this year's draft is going to be a little different than uh, previous years because we really don't have very many, but we do have perhaps a third coming our way, a fifth and a sixth, maybe another fifth, another sixth, maybe a fourth. We do have some draft picks. And it's great because I think we do our best draft picks in later rounds. So let's get up some diamonds in here. We need to get some great players. This is where McKenzie is supposed to be at his best. Let's see it happen. I think we can make it happen. And, uh, well, I think it's going to be a great year of rebuilding. I know that, but we're going to see some great football this year. I'm telling you, this is what happens when a team is on the upswing. Uh, we got to fill that stadium. We got to get in there. We got to make the stadium full every game, no matter what. Uh, this is what's going to keep the Raiders here in Oakland and not having them sniffing around somewhere else in the country. I've always believed they are the Oakland Raiders. They need to remain the Oakland Raiders. And, uh, well, Oakland's doing a last gasp attempt to try to save them. I hope it works out. I hope they see the fans in the Northern Bay Area are the greatest fans of all the fans they've ever had to play in front of. I know we are because we're the only ones who sell out this place. And when they were in L.A., it never happened like it did here. I'll tell you that for sure. So, with that, I hope that we get some great free agents. We need a defense yesterday. And that is all I have to say about that. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.